0: My name is Bill. And I'm Danny, And we are A a Couple couple of Park Hoppers. hoppers. We are back in the brand new year and we have so much to talk about.
1: From what has been going on behind the scenes with us.
0: A recap of theme park happenings in 2023.
1: And the huge year we have planned ahead. You don't want to miss this jam packed episode. Let's Let's hop hop to it. it. Welcome back to the
0: airwaves. <laughs> here we are. We made it. But you
1: missed my dance moves. I'm
0: watching right now on in person and on the camera that we have in the studio here. Oh
1: my goodness! Just busting moves.
0: Wow. <laughs> it has been a long time since we graced the airwaves here in Park Hopperland, and boy, do we have some stories for you.
1: I say we say long time. It's just been you know couple months. Couple months. But we're going to talk to you first about why, because we never really talked about it because it was just like a lot after a lot after a lot. And And you deserve to know. Yeah, you deserve to know. So let's dive right into it. Let's do
0: it. We fade this music out. Got to remember how to do this. Fade the
1: music. Oh,
0: there we go. Nice. That was was a good fade out right there. (laughs) That was great.
1: You're you shaking off the rest already it's like riding a bike yeah only we did it y'all only it's a microphone (laughs) 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 all right so first off uh i i want to say that like the last time that we were consistently putting stuff out was right before the holidays yeah and one thing about any theme park is that you generally don't have A lot of new stuff that's happening. The parks are busy. Right. Uh, And so there wasn't a lot of like newsworthy things that were happening. So we kind of were trying to figure out what to talk about. And we wanted to talk to you guys about news and things. And on top of that, when we went to the parks, Again, it was very busy. If you've never been here during the holidays, (laughs) literally everybody you know is here.
0: It was rather people
1: Like, we have seen so many people in the last couple of months just because everybody that you know and their cousins and their babysitters and, you know, their accountants are all here. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Everybody's here. Yeah. Uh, Now, on top of that, people that were here with everybody else... We actually had visitors for I, lots almost, of them over twenty out of thirty days. So,
0: to, yeah, in a thirty-day stretch, we had visitors for twenty of them. I,
1: it was over. It was like twenty-three days. Yeah, it in, was something crazy. In the same.
0: Everyone. Wants, everybody wants to see the parks during Christmas time.
1: Now, I will say that we are very grateful to be able to see everybody.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's great.
1: It just—it's one of those things where you want to see people, and then
0: and, and outside of our regular jobs, it leaves us no time to do. Pretty much anything else.
1: Right. And then you end up saying, oh, we'll do it on this day. Right. And it just, that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles. So we were very grateful to have so many people that we got to see. And uh, we also got to celebrate our anniversary. We
0: did. December 1st. We had a great time. So much fun.
1: And we're going to talk to you guys about that on a future episode soon. Because we got to do something really cool that we didn't film many content for. Nope. We actually just we enjoyed the day. Yeah, we just spent time together. But
0: we do want to tell you about it for yeah. sure.
1: It was a discovery of adventure.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> Cove of Wonders. <laughs> <laughs> Catch our drift? <laughs>
1: no, I don't know what you're talking about.
0: See what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to celebrate our anniversary. Uh, and during that time, my family was also here. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where everything kind of... This is the
0: kind of the tail end of the visitors. I
1: don't want to say that it went downhill when my family (laughs) visited, because it (laughs) had had nothing to do with them. No,
0: no, it's not because of them. It just happened to be while they were here towards the end of their trip.
1: Yes, so (laughs) to put it just bluntly, Bluntly. uh, my family, while they were visiting, we were all together. All of us started getting sick at the same time. Mm -hmm. And when everybody flew home... Should I just say it? Everybody tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Um, Bill and I. Except us. Bill and I tested like.
0: We tested positive for nothing. Yeah, we tested positive for nothing. We had
1: something, but there was like RSV going around, the flu, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, we tested so many times because I had a backlog of COVID tests, and so I'm like overzealous about that stuff. I'm like, oh no, let's test, let's test. No negative tests. Just not feeling good for, I would say, about three weeks.
0: Yeah, at least. Yeah. For sure.
1: What ended up happening on top of that was not only were we sick, exhausted, working, we also lost our voices. Yeah,
0: I was out of work for a week and lost my voice for the better part of the following week into the, the week after that. So it was a total nightmare. And you can't exactly do podcasting when you move your mouth and nothing comes out
1: and the other thing is being sick if you're coughing every two minutes i don't want to listen to that no. and i know we know y'all don't and so either one of us was either coughing or had our voice lost and we just we could not get it together for about three weeks nope. So uh probably the least amount we've ever talked being in the same space <laughs> it,
0: was a, it was a rough <laughs> stretch and getting her to stop talking is something Yeah, it doesn't happen.
1: (laughs) And even being sick, you just have to... Yeah. Like, literally just talking hurt. So that happened. Um, Also, you did some traveling. I
0: did. Um, Fortunately, it was towards the tail end of my sickness. I was not really coughing much anymore. I thought I was getting better. I was probably about 90% there. I went home to Massachusetts where it was like, 20 to 30 degrees every day the I went to the Patriots game the last game of the year against the Jets in the snow like an idiot uh and then I developed again a little bit of a cough after that game and I think I got like a common cold from being outside in the weather change and the snow and the wet and so I just I feel like we couldn't buy a break I couldn't buy a break for a while and literally until this week currently i have not had uh more than probably 20 minutes without like a clearing of my throat or a single cough to like get whatever's sitting there out of the way and it's just been a total uh hell (laughs) of a month and a half of just horrible stuff happening to my voice so but we're we're back and and i'm really really happy about it
1: well one thing i was going to say was like the weather change being sick all of that was just like when your immune system is trying to keep up with like the the changing in weather cold you know hot people being sick all of that stuff it's just it's just hard to really get into that swing of things
0: right exactly
1: now the other thing that happened is as soon as we started feeling better we were blocked out of the Disney parks because yeah. of the annual pass we had.
0: Yeah, we do not have the Disney Incredi pass. Uh, Danny has the Sorcerer Pass, which is blocked out for the Wednesday through Saturday, Thanksgiving week, and then Christmas Eve through early January. So we weren't even able to go to the parks anyway. And so there's not much we should have covered, nor was there a lot that we could have covered.
1: On top of that, like, the parks close fairly early. So... Even if we wanted to go to another park, it was either closing earlier than we could make time for, or if you were Universal Studios, and the one thing that I wanted to do was meet the Grinch, you had a seven-hour wait, and I just couldn't (laughs) stomach that.
0: That's crazy. So...
1: What ended up happening was we kept trying to see, like, oh, we'll go when it's a lower weight. Yeah. And it went from two hours, three hours, four hours. And then it was seven hours, like, multiple, like, (laughs) any time I looked, I was like, well, I can't.
0: Imagine spending $175 to go to Universal to wait in the line to meet the Grinch for two minutes for seven hours.
1: I mean, I loved meeting the Grinch both times that I met him. But I'm just, what I'm saying is, like, I thought that's by, like... By far, hands down, the best interaction that oh, I've ever it's had. It's tremendous. However, and I'm a character girly, I just, uh, we kept waiting to like make time to go do that and it just never happened. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, speaking of time, I actually, if you know me in my personal life, I left the job I had been at for three years. I worked from home and I moved jobs. In the same space. I still work from home. (laughs) You
0: didn't even have to move offices, but you switched jobs.
1: (laughs) But for the next 12 weeks, I'm in week six, Bill and I are on totally opposite schedules. So our days off, not happening at all.
0: Normally are Tuesday, Wednesday, and they were at her last job. Uh, We had the same two days off every week, and now I'm off Tuesday, Wednesday still, but she's off on weekends during training. And so it's just, it does not... Uh, compute to a good schedule to go get content together in the parks.
1: Especially when the parks close at 7 and I'm off at 6.45.
0: (laughs) Right. Why the parks close so early is asinine to me. It
1: just doesn't work like that. It's crazy. So... Come March, I will, we will have Tuesday, Wednesdays off together, we and will. I'll have an extra day floating around. It's exciting. Um, I'm very excited. I'm excited to be able to do things and pop into things that used to happen on weekends, and we would be like, no, can't do that. Yes. Now, we can uh, drop half of the park hoppers in so we can try to handle that. Yeah. Uh, and who knows? Maybe you'll be able to pop in with me for a little bit. So that gives us a lot more um, wiggle room here in the future, but right now, it's... It's so rough, and so every time we would try to figure out when to do something, when to sit down and record, uh, it was just our schedules just weren't meeting up. And yeah. if if you're anything like me, learning a new skill and going through training, my melts
0: ba- your brain. <laughs> my brain
1: feels like melted cheese at the end of every day. <laughs> like there are days where I just sit down and put on an episode of Catfish, and I just allow the crazy of what's happening on the TV just to allow me to just turn into a lump on the couch because I can't think Right. so it's getting better um, I, I'm learning a lot but we are finally make, trying to make sure we are finding time for that <sighs> and one more thing about time we gotta talk about something yeah. we talked about it before on the show
0: uh, we didn't get any any details when we talked about it on the show
1: well, we, t- we talked a little bit about it, but you're right. No, not, no deep details. But why don't you uh, tell the people?
0: So if you have noticed a lack of content on YouTube in the last four months, there is a reason for that. And we are starting to build content and get stuff ready to post on YouTube. YouTube.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers. Go subscribe now. Um, <laughs> yeah. We got a random email from YouTube one day and said guess what? Your channel's demonetized. We're not going to tell you why. And it was like, uh, what? So we went in, did some investigation and there really was no specific reason why they gave us a very vague reason, which I, over the next three months, because you literally, we were demonetized for three months. We could not reapply for monetization again until three months after that email
1: well before that we were able to put in and say hey are, we'd like to say that you're wrong
0: and oh litera- yes literally yeah.
1: they responded to us within like an hour hours and we're like no
0: no you're not monetized again
1: <laughs> but it was so impersonal i really think it was ai it, it
0: had to have been because AI, ai's or youtube's got ai software that's kind of like shazam for audio and for video, so it kind of scans frames and you know that kind of stuff, and thinks it knows it all, and basically calls out channels on um, images or videos that may show up on other channels, even though a lot of content is very similar on YouTube. Uh, AI is not perfect by any means. AI is taking over the world, which is a scary thought. Yeah. Uh, but there was no human that we were able to talk to about like what we did wrong, quote unquote. and right. we had to basically figure it out ourselves uh, by the very vague description that they gave us and I'm not gonna go into what it was
1: because we still don't actually know. Yeah,
0: we went through our old backlog of videos and went I, I deleted a couple of videos that I thought maybe would have triggered this AI whatever, reapplied for monetization, and then we got accepted back again.
1: So, and just to kind of clarify, YouTube, the way that they describe, like, when you're in a monetization program, which, once you hit a thousand subscribers, subscribers, you're able, in a certain amount a, of, watch hours, of watch hours, watch hours, yep, uh, you're able to apply for that, and, you know, that's part of, you know, what you get to do as content creators, and it's a big part of, you know, supporting us, watching videos, it helps us keep, growing yeah. uh, however one of the things that they say is if you're sharing something like clips from a tv show you have to be adding something to it that makes it your own and everything that we had up there and there wasn't much was either our, our voiceovers it had text on the screen we followed all the rules to a t so that's what was the weird part um But we got rid of the stuff that we thought it could have been. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now we know, you know, don't just to kind of be careful. There are other platforms to be able to share certain videos, Um, especially if AI is going to, you know, pick up things that aren't, you know.
0: And, And especially if YouTube is going to just instantly demonetize your channel for 90 days without any explanation and being like, hey, if you don't fix this in seven days, we're going to demonetize your channel.
1: And so we didn't get we a slap on it. the wrist. Yeah. We didn't get any notification. Correct. Literally the videos that we deleted, if it was what caused it, they were six months old. Yeah, So at least, yeah. It was just... Uh, overall, it was just one of those things that as content creators who work very hard... Across a bunch of channels and we were against things like algorithms and, you know, different platforms trying to monetize the way that things are shared and the way things are advertised. Um, it kind of felt like just to be, put it mildly, a slap in the face to what we were doing and what we've worked hard for since 2019. Right. And. uh 2020. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we moved here in 2019. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, it was a dream in 2019. <laughs> we were dreaming it up already. But uh, we're very grateful that that's back. Uh, we have so many wonderful things that are up and coming. Uh, across all of our platforms, you're going to see a whole lot of us. So I do want to say that I think that when the YouTube thing happened, it kind of... And Being sick, all of that, just across the board, we weren't making content because we just weren't well and in a good mindset because it was we were trying to figure out what we did wrong and there wasn't anything we did wrong. So, we're back. You live and and you learn. Yes. And we have sat down, we've had discussions. We're very excited for everything we're going to be bringing you guys this year. We've
0: got more and more podcasts. We've got more and more videos. we got some TikTok stuff coming. Uh, we've got so many amazing things planned. We've get some changes coming to Patreon. Patreon.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers. If you'd like to help support the cause, visit Patreon.com slash a couple of Park Hoppers. We will be letting y'all know pretty soon uh, what our plan is as far as... Adjusting our current Patreon.
1: Yes, and if you're not in a position to subscribe, we totally get it. We hope that you might someday. However, every like, comment, share, um, you know, subscribe to the YouTube, su- subscribe follow to the all podcast, of our stuff. tell your friends about the content that it's all free you, that you we make that you like. Yeah, all of that helps us to grow, and it means more to us than you know, especially. This year, which we are ready to be a year of growth and just exciting things and having fun together. And I'm I'm really excited about it. Yeah.
0: And like Danny said, we're in the new year. And this episode, we're about 18 minutes in at this point. But this episode was going to be a little bit of a reflection on 2023. And kind of diving into all the notable things that happened in the theme parks in 2023 so that's what this episode is going to be about uh we're going to run down a list we have a great list sitting here of things that happen in 2023 uh before we move on to officially 2024 in the theme park realm
1: all right well i think we should jump into it uh you guys if you're listening uh, to some of these you might have forgotten that they happened this year because it
0: feels like so So long long ago. ago it's crazy Um, So, yeah, let's dive into our list. The first one listed is actually something that happened exactly one year ago today, January 23rd. Oh, wow. One year ago today, we got to ride Splash Mountain for the very last time in the final hour of its operation. And... It is crazy to think that that was a year ago. We're a year into building Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Looks like it's coming along great on the outside. We can't see anything on the inside. But I've got faith in the Imagineers. There's a lot of pressure on the Walt Disney Company and the Imagineers to knock this attraction out of the park because you got rid of a beloved attraction.
1: However, I do want to say something that they did announce. Disney announced to, I believe it was, It was a local paper in uh, New Orleans. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, One thing that we had discussed in a previous episode is we really, really wanted to see uh, the animatronics have faces like they do in Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. And they announced to that local newspaper that, in fact, they are bringing that technology here. And that would be for the first time. Is that correct? (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah,
0: um, I don't really, I don't <laughs> really know because I think you can count like the shaman on, uh, okay, not journey is not having a projected face. Um, I guess that's true. So I don't think it's the first time ever, but Maybe certainly for like animated characters,
1: first human
0: from Disney movies,
1: right? First, first human. human,
0: yeah. That's I'm not entirely sure. I have to really think about that, but um, it's definitely newer technology that's been happening in the other parks right so we're really really excited about it coming here Um, and it not being those rear projected faces like they have on frozen ever after where the last the last scene on that ride it always looks like anna and elsa have makeup on that doesn't match their skin tone right and it just it looks weird but I'm really, really excited about Tiana and Naveen and a giant Lewis animatronic, apparently. Mama Odie is probably going to be there. I'm really, really excited to see what the Imagineers are cooking up in that lab right now.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for this ride because I, I do miss, let me put it this way. I don't personally miss the actual like Splash Mountain. I no. miss being able to go on the ride that is like they I miss are. being able to like drop down and get soaked and like just be on the boat ride. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a huge improvement. I think it's going to be an awesome addition to Magic Kingdom and yeah. we've been talking about it. We're so excited. So
0: Frontierland's getting a makeover, baby. <laughs> we have got Tiana's Bayou Adventure, we've got the uh, refurbishment coming up of Country Bear Jamboree and a whole bunch of other stuff that we've heard is happening that we can't talk about. But it is it's going to be a cool, cool place to be in Frontierland in the next couple of years. Yeah. so I'm psyched. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that was the first thing that we had um, and, that and happened a year ago today. Exactly. And, and real
0: quick, before we move on to the next one, I just want to kind of reminisce for a second about how amazing that night was for us, personally. Um, we did a TikTok live of our final ride on Splash Mountain. I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but we got some of the most ridiculous engagement we've ever had. Yeah. We had... About 30,000 people watching live at one point. Yeah. We had 8.1 million likes on the video, which <laughs> yeah. is absurd. And we gained like 10,000 followers on TikTok that night. Like it's, yeah, was the most absurd one night extravaganza that we've ever had. And I'm so grateful that that night happened because it brought a lot of you to us. So yes.
1: And the thing year. is, wow. wow. One thing we also learned from that that we haven't really gotten a chance to do is we learned that you guys really like to join on lives with us specifically. Uh, And we are looking to do more of that, too, because just like you guys, when we didn't live here, we like to feel like we're in the parks, too. But yeah, I'm so grateful for that night. That was mind blowing. The
0: amount of. Disney content creators we watched while we were living in Massachusetts was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And it kind of inspired us to do what we're doing. So yeah. here we are. But yeah, moving on from Splash Mountain, because we have do have a long list to cover here. Yeah. Uh, the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Toy Story Barbecue Restaurant that's right next to the Big Woody that's in the front of, yes. <laughs> in the front of Toy Story Land, <laughs> opened on March 23rd. And we actually ate there on March 24th, on the second day of operation. And I remember it being really good.
1: Yeah, I thought it was very good. Uh, I will say that since then they have changed the sides. I
0: did hear that, yes.
1: And I need to, I think we would have to go back there to see what the sides actually are, see what the experience was. Yeah. Um, The actual meat plate, I don't know, that doesn't sound very (laughs) appetizing. Yeah, the plate of meat they dropped on your table. We
0: have the meats. Obbies.
1: That was very good. <laughs> no, it's a uh, Toy Story. <laughs> Andies. <laughs> we, <have laughs> we have the meats. <laughs> well, that was really good though, right?
0: It w- it was good. I really enjoyed that experience. Uh, it felt like we were eating in the middle of the Toy Story Mania queue. Just with all the decorations oh, and yeah. the, the theming. Uh but then there was a really fun moment with the cast members that we got to experience. Uh well, you all get to experience when you eat there. Um we did a video, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. If you want to see what that experience is all about, go back and watch that video. It's pretty great.
1: And uh, I forgot what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Uh, if you think about it, we'll, we'll come back to it. Uh, but one, the next thing on our list is probably one of the happier moments of my theme park year is that the extra long 18-month One year celebration of the 50th anniversary came to an end on March 31st, 2023. It was the culmination of what a a weird stretch that was from October 1st, 2021 to March 31st, 2023. Uh, A celebration of a year (laughs) for 18 months. Um, It was was interesting. Um, We lost happily ever after for a while. We lost, uh, (laughs) what was it, Epcot Forever for a while. We uh, had some changes. We had a new stage show. We had the Magic is Calling song, which is still in my head to this day. Uh, It is, it was not the greatest of celebrations.
1: So during that time, we got the greatest show that Epcot has ever seen. Yeah. I will forever hope that if you did not like that show and complained about the barges that you step on Legos every day of your life, because Harmonious should have stayed. Enchantment should not have. (laughs) And it didn't. Enchantment. You know what? If you didn't like Harmonious, you can go watch Enchantment. Yeah. That's what you get.
0: (laughs) For the fact that Enchantment replaced happily ever after and then they brought happily ever after back so quickly as soon as the 50th was over is a testament to how not well received that show was by a lot of people uh, including including, me. Her, <laughs> including her um if you go back to listen to some of our episodes around that time it it's she goes on some rants Ooh. It, was, it was it was a time it was a time but uh yeah it's, the 50th came to an end and so did enchantment and harmonious
1: enchantment by bye harmonious all the tears <laughs>
0: harmonious was awesome it was a it was a more of a clip show similar to happily ever after but the visuals were amazing the, the music was uh, amazing. the music was incredible the fireworks displays were great uh the biggest point of contention with harmonious ended up being that the gigantic barges The four taco barges and the big ring in the middle sat in the lagoon in World Showcase all day long.
1: Not bothering anybody.
0: (sighs) Bothered some people. A lot of people, actually. Um, But it, it definitely interfered with some of the sight lines across the lagoon. But the show that was put on on those barges was worth the trouble. And it was sad to see that show go away. However... We'll talk about this in a future episode. They did bring in Luminous, the symphony of us. It is a brand new show at Epcot started on December 5th, uh, this past year. And it was a really great replacement. It's not quite harmonious in my opinion, but it, it was much more of an Epcot type show it, with a story Yeah, and it's stunningly beautiful. The music is great. The fireworks are great. It's very good. It is It is a solid replacement for Harmonious.
1: I say if we can't have Harmonious, it's the next best thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I was not sad to see Enchantment go. The 50th, I will say it is weird to sometimes see the castle without that 50th medallion. (laughs) Right. Uh, But overall, it just felt like a very, very, it felt longer than 18 months. And I just wanted to mention, I feel like at the beginning of that, we were still kind of in those COVID protocols. We were, yeah. So it felt really strange to be in that time frame.
0: Supposedly, there was a lot of things that were planned that were cut uh, because we were still in those COVID protocols. So what could have been for the 50th anniversary? Who knows? Those decisions are way above my pay grade. So,
1: Well, we were... We had an experience of the 50th anniversary, and that came and went. And so that ended on March... Uh, April 2nd. I'm sorry, April 2nd. Well,
0: Enchantment Harmonious ended on April 2nd. The 50th technically ended March 31st. Okay. Makes sense. within a couple of days of each other. Now, with the 50th anniversary ending, we had a couple of things happening around Magic Kingdom. The first being the grand opening after five years of building it. Tron... Light Cycle Run finally opened on April 2nd at Magic Kingdom. Um, I really like this ride. It is a little bit on the shorter side, let's be honest. But for what it is, it's pretty great. Okay. Go, go, <laughs> I, I know what you're going to say. Keep it on the shorter end uh, if we can.
1: I just felt like...
0: Because we've already dove into this hard.
1: I mean, and the crowd goes mild. Yay. <laughs> End of story.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that I thought you were gonna talk about the design flaw of the vehicle. I
1: just feel like uh people were like, oh, it was really fun. And then a lot of people had a lot of uh things to say about the fact that it wasn't size inclusive, which the thing is there are other theme parks that are not size in- like body size inclusive. It's so Disney weird. Disney is known for being size inclusive and there are very few rides that most people can't ride.
0: It's weird though, because ninety five percent of the vehicle is is size inclusive it fits larger folks i've seen larger folks i'm not a skinny twig either and it fits larger folks there's a there's an issue where there's this like metal bar looking thing that has to come up over your calf and sit behind your knee to lock you into the motorcycle even people who are avid run disney runners with giant calves were having trouble with this that's a design flaw the ride itself was size inclusive that was a horrible design flaw and they need to fix it at some point.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I just, the reason I say the crowd goes mild is because I often forget that it's there. (laughs) Uh, I like it. I think the one ride that everybody rants and raves about and is like 10 out of 10 out of 10 is Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, it is, yeah. I mean, again, if you like Tron, it's there for you.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Another thing we got like we mentioned before, uh, returning to Magic Kingdom on April third was the greatest firework spectacular in the history of Magic Kingdom. Wait, Happily ever wait after.
1: Wait, wait. What are wait, we waiting for? What are we waiting wait. for? Who manifested that?
0: Uh you did.
1: Who said it was never coming back? <laughs> Me. How many times did you tell me it was never coming back?
0: At least 40.
1: (laughs) At least? (laughs) Add a zero to that.
0: Uh, What? No, I said at least 40. That means it could be more than that.
1: (laughs) And your exact words were always,
0: It's never going to happen.
1: Never going to happen. Never going to happen. I
0: I genuinely thought it was never going to come back. And I was wrong. I I will fully admit I was wrong. And I'm (laughs) happily wrong happily ever after get it
1: (laughs) i think i manifested it for all of us (laughs) i
0: I think you did i think you did but yeah happily ever after is back it is still running at magic kingdom on a nightly basis except for during the holidays when they have a party three days a week but it is great
1: and they made it even better they did. They they cleaned up the project projections cuz like the show had been on for a while so they you know made it even crisper. Yeah, There are projections down Main Street now. They
0: added lasers. They added
1: lasers. There were different effects on the castle mm-hmm. um that went with the projections. They I'm pretty sure that some of the fireworks were new. Yeah. Um uh, the
0: pixie dust on the trees.
1: Oh, the pixie dust. What uh, a
0: cool touch that is. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, if you, you know the part of Happily Ever After where Tinkerbell flies towards the end, right before that, you can actually look to your left if you're facing the castle, look to your left and you can see the t- the trees start to kind of sparkle. Yeah. And then you see Tinkerbell in like pixie dust form flying across the castle slowly up towards the top and then she flies out. Yes. But if you look around as she's flying out, all of the trees around the hub start sparkling with gold pixie dust.
1: And I cry. (laughs) Because
0: it's supposed to look like Tinkerbell spread pixie dust all around Magic Kingdom. And it looks so good.
1: It's so magical seeing that. I just... Every time I see it in real life, I get emotional. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And it's funny because you can be so focused on the projections that you can totally miss it. And not until Bill pointed it out one day was I just overwhelmed with how cool that was so welcome back happily ever after we hope you stay for a while you are you are perfection embodied in a fireworks show (laughs) i love you never leave me again never leave well maybe someday because you know sparkle
0: (laughs) off off into disney history
1: (laughs) and that's okay yeah but not for a little bit please
0: right exactly We're going to jump uh, up International Drive to our friends over at SeaWorld Orlando with an opening of a brand new roller coaster on May 27th, Memorial Day weekend. The Pipeline, the Surf Coaster, opened at SeaWorld, and we were able to ride it within the first couple of days. And it is a very fun ride if you have ridden it before and you know how to, I guess, brace yourself for certain things okay because it you're basically you're standing up but the the there's not a lot of give when you're kind of bouncing if you catch my drift especially if you're a man there are things on your body that can get affected by some of the bouncing yeah and it is not the most comfortable ride but once you ride it once you kind of know how to brace for certain things um, I wish there was a little bit more give on the bouncing. I think that would be really fun if you could like almost get as low as a squat. But it is a very fun ride. There's it's a launch coaster. It sends you 60 miles an hour right out of the station. It and it's a great addition to SeaWorld Orlando. So I'm I'm happy it's here. Pipeline the Surf Coaster is uh is a fun one.
1: So one thing I do want to mention about Pipeline is uh even though you said that you wish that there was more like give my legs were a flying well, on that yeah. coaster. You definitely
0: get air time for sure.
1: Uh, I also do want to mention that that was one ride that uh, that you do have to be pretty tight in. Yes. And if you are female, um, on
0: large chested, large
1: chested, or just a, or, or just <laughs> really, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had to. Come on, it was funny.
1: Or if you're a male with. The same thing, Big <laughs> um, or just like a barrel-chested like Whoa, guy.
0: Barrel-chested,
1: isn't that like the right word? Sure. Like like Gaston.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like Gaston would not be able ride to write. Surf Custer,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can't read Bell, so you're stupid too. <laughs>
1: Yes, I wouldn't even know how to get there. <laughs>
0: but I'll marry you anyway.
1: <laughs> well, uh, so that's one thing to keep in mind with those coasters. Um, but I, I really like that coaster. I thought it was it's, super it, fun. It is fun.
0: It is definitely fun for sure. It's so unique. It, it is. The first standing coaster I've ever ridden. That's yeah. pretty cool. All right, moving over up further up International Drive to our friends at Universal Orlando. They announced a DreamWorks-themed land coming in 2024 this year to Universal Studios Florida. So if you've been over in the section by E.T. and SpongeBob Store Pants in that area, it's such a great name. It's
1: such a great name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, SpongeBob Store Pants over uh, in that area there. Uh, You've seen some construction walls recently, and there's a whole lot of DreamWorks happening behind those construction walls. We don't know what yet, but we do know, it has been announced, but it is very heavily rumored that there will be a uh, Shrek uh, hut in in a swamp.
1: Right. so... Um,
0: So that's going up over there, and then a bunch of other DreamWorks properties are going into that area as well. So we're very excited about that.
1: So, the reason that everybody is also speculating about that is because you can see it over the wall. You can see it over the wall, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. And it's very, like, apparent what it is. Yeah. So, I'm very excited about this. Uh, We never, it was Curious George over there, right? So,
0: not there, but Curious George has been. Taken out.
1: And Fievel Goes it West?
0: Fievel, it was the Woody Woodpecker's roller coaster. Even though the bones of the roller coaster are apparently staying, it's going to be rethemed. Oh. Um, and then uh, the Barney thing that was over there. Yeah. Which we never got to do. I'm so sad.
1: <laughs> I know. I,
0: I need to watch a video of that because I loved Barney when I was a kid. And I wish I had had a chance to go see that while it was still there just to, for s gs It would have been awesome.
1: Well, the reason that we never saw it was because we were always trying to go to the parks went after four when we could use our express passes right right and a lot of times by the time we made it over there all the kids were like they do some of the kids shows like earlier They end them earlier yeah <laughs> and so we would always be like oh let's go and it'd be like oh it started 20 minutes ago so we might see barney saying i love you you love me we're a happy family but probably not yeah uh so, yeah, we never got to see that. But that whole section, I'm very excited to see yeah. what they build over there. I
0: think it's going to be awesome. I think uh, anything new in a theme park is, is, is welcomed. And especially if it's going to replace something that was ultimately not that popular for a very long time, as in Fivel and Curious George and things like that. It's good to see the park refresh itself every once in a while. Um and so I'm really, really excited to see what other than Shrek as well. I'm assuming probably Trolls and How to Train Your Dragon and all those DreamWorks properties uh, will be featured somehow in this new land. There is no official name. There's no official opening date but they did announce that it's coming in 2024.
1: Can we call it the Swamp Project when we refer to it? (laughs) Sure. So the Swamp Project was announced on uh, July 20th. Yes. And uh, I just think that it's going to be awesome. And one thing that I want to mention also is that from what I remember, I don't I don't really remember seeing a lot of traffic in that area. Mm. And one thing that we love to see is when there is a place that didn't previously have traffic and they open new things in that area, that means that lines,
0: Bra- draw crowds, over,
1: all of those things get better distributed through the parks. And that's good for any theme park that you visit. So I think overall... It's going to be exciting to see. It's going to be good for the people. And we're going to have a good time. The only Look. thing
0: the only thing I think I'm not looking forward to in that area is now we're going to have increased wait times for E.T.
1: That is true. <laughs>
0: and I love E.T. I, I love going on E.T. every time I go to Universal. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. So staying with our friends at Universal, on August 11th, Villains Con Minion Blast opened at Universal Studios Florida alongside a brand new Minion Cafe. So when you walk into Universal Studios Florida park uh, at Universal Re- Orlando Resort, um the front entrance now is basically 100% minions. Right. And so you've got the uh the Minion ride on the left, uh, Minion Mayhem, and then you've got Villain-Con Minion Blast and Minion Cafe on the right. Minion Cafe replaced Monsters Cafe. We have not eaten at Minion Cafe yet. I don't know if you have or not, but I I, definitely have not.
1: I have sat in there. You went in there, right? Yeah. So just a little cliff note. um, Last year, I got hurt, and I am much better now. Yay. Um, That was another thing that happened last year that kind of prevented us from doing a lot of walking. (laughs) Right. Uh, Luckily, we are on the other side of that. But one day during Halloween Horror Nights, I actually went in there and sat down because... My physical therapist said, you need to take breaks so that you don't hurt yourself again every once in a while. Because I like to keep going when I'm at the theme parks. And it was so fun in there. Like It was, it was just so themed. I really want to eat in there. The only thing I will say is everything that I saw that was available to eat seemed kind of heavy. So meaning you either need to be like ready to eat something. Because they have things like a bowl, like a... Like a giant bowl of spaghetti so you don't want to eat a giant bowl of spaghetti <laughs> right if you're like n- unless you're hungry i mean that sounds obvious but uh also a lot of the meals look like good to share mm-hmm. just because they were really big which is awesome at a theme park like to be able to share things
0: i've been meaning to go in there and try supposedly the best item in there is the minion tots th- apparently they're amazing Um, I have not had them yet, but uh, our our friend Alicia Stella, who's literally the go-to person for Universal News, um, raves about them. And so I'm very excited to try them at some point.
1: I did almost buy a banana because they sell the tiny bananas. Tiny bananas. And I was like, may I have one tiny banana? And they said something like it was like four dollars and i was like i would not like that tiny banana anymore
0: <laughs> and go and get a bushel for four dollars yeah i at, was like um, at Aldi.
1: I, I think i'm okay i appreciate it though uh, so but i am I, I do think we need to eat there i also really want to try on um in that area there's a little um ice cream oh stand. yeah the little pops yes they look so cute Th- they and do. so yummy and we just have never stopped for those and i feel like right. there have been multiple times where i walk by and i'm like wow an ice cream pop would be really good right now <laughs> exactly but we're trying to get to something so definitely i think that oh yeah we didn't actually talk about villain uh, Yeah, yeah <laughs> minion we,
0: blast. we got lost in the minion cafe
1: well the thing is all of these things that came are really cool and bring you into the world of the minions mm-hmm. Uh I will also say that Villain-Con Minion Blast um is one of the most unique rides I've been on. Yeah. Uh so we don't have a video of it cuz Universal doesn't allow you to video.
0: Yeah. They they didn't want you to video especially early on too when we first started going there and I've only actually been on it twice. Um the first time was I believe it was opening day or it was during a preview, a tech preview. Yeah. Um and it it was really fun. I liked it. But it's not an every time I go to Universal thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It generally has a pretty short wait. But it's a fun game. It's very similar to like a Toy Story Mania Buzz Lightyear type of thing. Uh, where you're holding a blaster in your hand. And you're on a moving walkway. Which is really unique. You're not on like a ride vehicle. Right. Uh, you're standing on a dot. And you have to stay on your dot the entire time. So you're separate from the other folks that are playing. Uh, But then there's screens and everything happening left and right in front of you. And you uh, basically are shooting your blaster at things on the screen. Although I do really like one thing about... uh, uh, What is it called? Minion Blast? Um, Villain villain Con Con Minion minion blast. Blast. I have a really hard time with Buzz Lightyear because of the lasers. And everybody's laser looks the same. Right. And I can never tell if it's mine hitting the thing or if it's somebody else's Uh, but when you play villain con minion blast when you shoot the screen you can tell within the first couple of seconds just by kind of moving your blaster around there's a there's a unique logo on the screen that's yours that that is like your aiming thing um, your your laser essentially so you know exactly which one is yours. So you know exactly what you're aiming at when you're playing. So that makes it significantly more fun for me personally.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a great addition. Um, again, I don't think it's something that we need to ride every time. Right. But uh, definitely recommend riding that. And I think because there's so much minion uh, options to do in that area, it just makes it more fun. It does. All right. So next is uh, we're going to go back to Walt Disney World and head over to Epcot where the figment meet and greet started on September the 10th.
0: Yeah, The imagination came alive on 9-10-2023. On I have not done the figment meet and greet yet, so I'm going to let you kind of dive in because you have done it.
1: So the first day that the Figment meet and greet happened, I really wanted to pop over and go immediately. But much like the Grinch meet and greet, there was, I think, a five or six hour wait that day to like the very first day. It has since calmed down. And on one of the trips that uh, my family was here for, I actually was able to jump in line and meet Figment in, I would say, about 20 minutes. That's good. And one thing that... Uh, we will be sharing here in the near future. I actually have a video of the whole experience. Oh, nice. So we'll be putting that together for TikTok and Instagram. Love it. Uh, But I was really grateful that, you know, I could get in in time. Figment does meet and greets, but it does end early. You have to check the app, but usually it's about four or five.
0: Okay. Got it.
1: So I had never gotten to like... Anytime I got there and thought about it, he was already done for the day.
0: Makes sense. So
1: I thought the meet and greet was so much fun. I I love Figment.
0: Is it jarring that Figment is so much taller than you?
1: Everybody's taller than well, me. Well, you know <laughs> what I mean.
0: It's like when I heard that they were doing a Figment meet and greet, the first thing that popped into my brain, I don't know if you guys remember this from a couple years ago when they did a uh, Star-Lord and Baby Groot meet and greet at Walt Disney Presents, and it Basically, it was Star Lord was a human character, and then Baby Groot was like a babe like a little animatronic, the size of like one of these cups, who was standing on a table he next like to si- Star Lord. He was like life size Baby Groot.
1: Well, he was like the size that Groot would be if you could step into the movie, right? Yeah. So
0: I always thought f- when it was first announced that that's kind of how they were going to do the figment meet and greet, not a six foot figment costume right you know what i mean um i was a little disappointed when that actually happened that it was a giant figment because i thought it would have been way more cute and way more fun to have like the little figment there but sounds like you had a blast
1: yeah so i also was hoping that it was like a figment like that would be like the size of simba like about you know, twenty pound dog. Like the
0: figments that are in the ride they keep popping up.
1: Right. So I kind of thought it would be about that size, but then they announced that it was going to be like a full size character meet and greet. The way I see it is kind of uh you kind of have to like suspend your imagination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> imagination. <laughs> uh because imagination is a blast. Um but think about like when you go to SeaWorld and you meet Elmo. He is not tiny Elmo. Sure, yeah. And the kids don't care. Yeah, no, I, like, I, I get it. Uh, and then there's a lot of like characters like that, like Oscar the Grouch. You see how big that trash can is mm-hmm. at
0: SeaWorld? It's a big trash can. It's,
1: it's more like a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I did, one thing that I did see when I was watching, and I didn't get any video of this just because it's not my video to take, is I saw a lot of kids love interacting with figment so for instance there was a kid whose mom had uh crocheted him a figment tail figment wings and he had the figment horns on that's pretty cool and she was saying like i could hear her talking in line sorry for eavesdropping random lady but she was talking really loud and she was like it's his favorite character i crocheted all of this for him and he won't stop wearing it and today's the first day we can meet figment that kid walked up to figment. It was like, he was meeting the greatest star ever. Like figment turned him around and both of them were like shaking their little <laughs> tails. Um, nice. and, and then like he turned around like the photos, he like figment grabbed his wings and like showed them in the photos. So I do think that from what I could tell, cause there were other kids I saw interact with him and they were just like in awe. Um, I think that it works, but I do wish that it was kind of like a life size or what you would expect figment to be. But I do think, you know, people like to hug figment and you can't do that to like a little animatronic sitting on a table. Sure,
0: That's the biggest reason why is people wanted to hug figment and interact with him. Correct.
1: They want to be able to dance, high five. And that's just...
0: It just... I guess the reason why it's it, I wanted it to be the way I wanted it to be it was because of the ride. Is Because you never right. see a giant figment in the ride. You see little figments popping up all over the place. So maybe that's how I've always visualized figment and seeing him gigantic is jarring to me. Yeah. But it's not my decision. It's all good.
1: I, I mean, I, I 100% <coughs> agree. But what I will say is I, I think it totally works. Oh, and yeah. I, for sure. And I think that uh, meeting figment was very fun and also the background of the meet and greet it's just so happy and joyful so uh, the figment meet and greet uh, became something that you were able to take part in and again the wait time does fluctuate but i was able to do it in about 20 minutes and uh but when it came here that was back in september on september 10th
0: crazy uh well speaking of disney world meet and greets that happened in september uh, mirabelle debuted at magic kingdom over in the area where uh, Merida actually used to meet, to the right of Cinderella Castle. Uh, It is a very, very popular meet and greet. I walked by it the other day while I was in the park uh, with some friends. Shout out to uh, Sheena and Amy, our friends from Ireland. Um, Had such a blast with you guys. Thanks for uh, letting me tag along and and hang out with you all day long. Uh, But we had a huge line that day when we walked by, the line was almost up to the uh the fountain next to the castle. Wow. Waiting for Mirabelle. So Mirabelle's a wildly popular character.
1: But the movie's great. The
0: movie's amazing. I love Encanto. It's one of the best Disney movies they've had in a long time. Right. Um, but it's it's really great to see that area being utilized to its full potential again. Granted, Merida always had a line, too, but it was never back to the fountain uh, line. So it was pretty cool to see.
1: And Merida had been there for quite a a while. yeah. So we have not gotten to meet Mirabelle yet, uh, but it is definitely on the to-do list because I think I really want to get a... I want to meet her. I want to see, like, the area. But it was obviously a very exciting addition to Magic Kingdom because... um, that happened back in September on September the 15th, and it is still like one of the most sought-after meet-and-greets at Magic Kingdom.
0: The only, the only thing that, that this meet-and-greet made me kind of sad about is that you actually don't get to see Mirabelle in the Adventure Friends Cavalcade anymore. She was actually replaced by Bruno. Who? We don't talk about him.
1: Oh, uh, okay. That's then the only I wanna... time I'm
0: going to mention it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you can't see... He who must not be named. Oh, uh, no,
0: Voldemort's not in the parade. Oh.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine... We Vol- really don't talk about that guy. Can you imagine Voldy in that parade?
0: No, Voldemort never redeemed himself. Bruno was a... A family member again at the end of the movie, so we can talk about
1: him. But imagine him dancing to that song.
0: No, (laughs) (laughs) with his wand, he's like, (laughs) Oh
1: no, (laughs) kills people. (laughs) That would would not be a very good day at Magic Kingdom. No,
0: it would not. Uh, those magic wands work differently at Disney,
1: (laughs) but how cool would his like robes look dancing to that song?
0: He would look stupid.
1: <laughs> I want to see it now. All right. Well, uh let's head over to another park, SeaWorld Orlando. Back to SeaWorld. Uh SeaWorld Orlando announced on September 23rd penguin trek, which is going to be an indoor and outdoor coaster ending in the penguin exhibit.
0: I am so curious about this.
1: So, I had wanted to go on the penguin ride. So much. And by the time we got here or started going to SeaWorld here, it was closed because of the pandemic.
0: The ride it was closed because of the pandemic. And then there was a lot of major issues with the trackless ride system that they had, I guess. So they ended up closing it permanently.
1: One thing I did hear was that uh, there were issues with that and also that the penguins the penguins oh, are able yes. to jump over the glass. Yes. I got to I had the privilege and honor of getting to work with penguins for years. They are funny. They are quirky. They will jump off of something that is like 50 feet tall, bounce all the way down, get up and walk away. So them jumping over like a little a, a small area is not that like surprising to me. Yeah. That's that wasn't never confirmed, but Um, I think creating an area that has more of a separation is what they were going for and something that was more up-to-date. Right. Uh, And I think an indoor-outdoor coaster is something that, I don't know. Such a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, that's not very common, and we are so excited to see that. SeaWorld has opened how many coasters since we moved here? Three or four?
0: Uh, Three, I think.
1: Yeah, three. So this will be the fourth. So they're just pumping out coasters left and right. And I can't wait to see this one because this involves my loves, the penguins. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited. So (laughs) supposedly Penguin Trek is going to finish in the same station where the old ride was. So right at the penguin exhibit. So you can get off the ride and see the penguins.
1: Right. And the funny thing about working with animals is that people who work with animals and make these decisions are always making them in the best interest of the animals. So right. my my guess is that this was not only going to be the best in the best interest of the animals but also better for upkeep if i remember correctly also this memory just flooded back to me. The manufacturer who created the old ride went out of business during the pandemic. Oh, interesting. So when they went to try to go um like repairs needed to be done all of that they didn't exist Mm. so that's my understanding and because of you know them wanting to make sure that the animals stay safe everybody stays safe that they don't have a lot of downtime it had just been shut down since then so again it could be it could have been a combination of all of these things but overall that coaster is going to be so cool and i can't wait to go
0: yeah very very excited about that All right, so we are moving on back to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Back on September 30th, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser officially shuttered its doors for good. Uh, It it was, I believe, it debuted in either March the prior year or it was March of 23. I'm pretty sure it was March of 22.
1: And to answer your question, if you're thinking this, no, we never We never did
0: it. We never did it. We didn't have four or $5,000 for two nights to do a Star Wars experience, which looked really cool. I watched a great video from uh, our friends over at Ordinary Adventures. They did a really, really great job documenting what the experience was like. Go check them out. Um, it was really cool. But I am not surprised at all with the price point that this didn't last very long
1: because the the honest truth is that had the price point been in our <laughs> budget and in a sensible way not in a this is a dream vacation kind of a way cuz we live in Orlando. Right. We don't need to spend thousands of dollars overnight for something like this. And I mean And we're,
0: we're also not Star Wars diehards either.
1: Right. If it had been in our budget um we a hundred percent would have gone. Yeah. But because of, like you said, we're not star Wars diehards and the, it was just not in our budget. I, I've
0: seen all the movies. I, I enjoy the movies. I've seen the, the other spin-off movies like solo and rogue one and, and all those, I've, I've enjoyed them, but I don't deep dive into the cartoons. I don't read the comic books. I don't read the, the stuff that's online. It just, it doesn't interest me that much, but I do like the basics of the movies. So, the full immersive Star Wars experience never called to me. And like Danny was saying, I think if it went from four or five grand to like 1500 to 2000 for two nights, it would have been easier to swallow. I probably still wouldn't have done it because it's Star Wars. But if it was something like Avengers or something that we really liked, I think I would have probably done that. Yes. But that four to $5,000 price point was a tough enough pill for enough people to swallow that it basically lost interest. Because yeah. it, was, it was... I know a lot of vloggers and people like that who got to do the preview and then did it on their own, so they got to do it a couple of times. Um, but I don't think it was a multiple-time experience for probably 90% of the people who did it. It's a one-and-done. It's a save up a ton, do this thing, say we did it, and that's it.
1: And I think just the the fact that probably to keep it running, it had to be because there was a lot of involvement in what was happening there. Right, um, you know that's why the price point was higher. Uh, it just it just didn't fit and i think you're right i think something like in a like a marvel type of experience fortunately can't but i i know but i just i'm saying i feel like that would have done better but even then what well, would
0: have called to us more is what i was saying
1: but would have we paid 4 grand no
0: it? no i wouldn't have paid so, 4 grand but if it was like like i said it was if it was like half the price like 1500 to 2 grand for two nights rather than the 4 to 5 grand and it was marvel we maybe would have considered it
1: yeah and The thing is, when you're looking at your audience who will drop, I don't know, 80 bucks on a lounge fly, 90 bucks on a spirit jersey. And even for that, for that, that's like a treat yourself thing for a lot of people. That was just kind of it outpriced a lot of people. So it did shutter its doors on September the 30th. And since then, as of right now, there has not been any plans announced,
0: correct? Uh, No. But if you go back and listen to one of hmm. our old episodes, uh, we actually did some uh, dreaming about what could be replacing the Galactic Star Cruiser. And so definitely go back and check that out. It was a really fun episode to do.
1: And we will have more of those Imagine This episodes. Yes, yes. I'm not sure if we called it Imagine This or Imagine That.
0: This. Imagine This. Yeah, because we uh, used the clip from Fantastic. Ah,
1: uh, yes. Imagine... imagine this. That's what I thought. but <laughs> So... That is something that we are going to be seeing more of because you guys seem to really enjoy that. We enjoy using our imagination.
0: (laughs) Uh, So moving over to Epcot uh, on October sixteenth, the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, that's a mouthful, uh, opened finally. the The part of the construction walls came down at Epcot. Uh, To open this attraction and it was really cool. It's a really fun walkthrough attraction really unique attraction lots of really cool visuals especially in the evening. I will go as far to say this attraction might be as cool if not cooler than Pandora at night. It is really well done. It's really well lit. the fact that it blends in in the skyline with the lit up spaceship earth and the brand new world celebration gardens everything just blends really well on that side of epcot right now and so journey of water was a really welcome addition uh lots of really cool water effects uh a 19 foot tefiti is really cool to see in person gorgeous um and then just lots of fun interactive stuff for the kids it's it's a blast
1: and uh If you head over to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, you can get a full walkthrough and see all of the super interactive, uh, just aspects of it. I, I'm excited to go back and visit during the day and at night and during the summer. I run hot already, so you'll find me over there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely like (laughs) the world's largest splash pad. (laughs) But (laughs)
1: like, I'll I'll feel normal being there. Where like with the splash pads that go in the parks that kind of go up to your knees. I mean, I can't lie down in the middle of the splash pad (laughs) and be like, yeah, but they're
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're they're gross. (laughs) Well, there's just a bunch of kids in there, so
1: I I would be blocking all the kids, and that's not okay. Right. So yes, it is a. Gorgeous edition, and I'm excited to go back and visit. But let's head over to Las Vegas. What?
0: There's a theme park in Las Vegas?
1: There is not, but Universal announced that Las Vegas is going to have a year-round horror attraction And it's going to be called Universal Horror Unleashed. And that was announced on October 17th.
0: With about two weeks left in Halloween Horror Nights, they made a huge announcement that there's a year-round horror attraction coming to Las Vegas. And I am really intrigued to see what this is going to be all about. And it's going to be in the Area 51 out in Las Vegas. Um, It's known for giant attractions out there. And so Universal is opening up the Universal Horror Unleashed. And... We don't know what theme it's going to be or if it's be multiple themes. I don't know if it's going to be like some sort of escape type of thing or it's going to be like Halloween Horror Nights West. I, I, I don't really know. Or Midwest, I guess.
1: You've never been to Vegas, right? I've never
0: been to Vegas. Neither
1: have I. Um, when that opens, I feel like we should definitely go. And um, I mean, that would be one way to... Yeah, get married.
0: We could get <laughs> yeah, right. We could go out Can to. Can we Vegas. get Chucky to marry us? Yes, we'll go out to <laughs> we'll go out to Vegas. We'll get married in a wedding chapel out there, and then we'll drive three hours to Disneyland.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Let's do it. I just yeah. <laughs> I will honeymoon at Disneyland.
1: Whoa! What a whirlwind trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it.
1: But I'm very excited. I Halloween Horror Nights is one of those just events that we dive headfirst into we get multi-night tickets for halloween horror nights and we go there as often as we are able to and the only unfortunate thing is that our days off do not coincide with halloween horror nights no they don't and so uh we often do this thing where we go there and we go okay, we're going to leave at 10 or 11 and then it's two o'clock in the morning and we're walking back to the car.
0: When we're walking back to the car at 11 o'clock, it's like, oh, he- Exorcist is only 20 minutes. Let's do that. And then we'll let's go home. Mm-hmm. And then we get off of that. And it's like, Stranger Things is down to 30 minutes. Let's go do that again. And oh. we're then we know it's two o'clock.
1: Oh, wait, I want to make sure that we see Nightmare Fuel again. <laughs> right. Oh, wait, look, there's the Megan dancers. Right. Like it, it was just, you know, we love Halloween horror nights, so I can't. I can't wait to see what they dream up in Las Vegas. Yeah,
0: me too. Very, very excited to see what comes out of those meetings out there for, uh, the universal folks out in Vegas. All right. Moving into December, we're almost at the end of 2023 here with our recap and Epcot forever temporarily sort of kind of gone, maybe coming back never, ever again is, <laughs> <laughs> is officially gone. I would imagine at this point, uh, as of December 4th, uh, Thanks for holding us over in between all the shows.
1: Thanks for the memories. Yeah,
0: even though they weren't so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was a fun show. It was great to hear. You know, imagination One and of <laughs> children singing. <laughs> it was great to hear like Food Rocks music. It was. It was cool to hear. Uh, like the tapestry Epcot. of dreams, <laughs> uh, all the all the old Epcot music. It was only about eleven minutes long. It was basically just fireworks. When it first started, they had these really cool kites that were driving around or flying around uh, the World Showcase Lagoon, um, and that was really an, a, a neat touch to the show. I but, really
1: liked that. But when it came
0: back, the kites were no longer there.
1: I think because Epcot forever was only going to be temporarily here. So they didn't have them in. I I mean, we don't know, but that's what my guess is. They laid
0: the kites off. Yeah. Wish you well in your future endeavors. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So Epcot Epcot forever is likely gone for good. I I would imagine that luminous symphony of us is here to stay for a while. um, Especially since they can actually drive the barges out every day, which is really cool to see. Uh, whereas harmonious was just parked in the middle of the lagoon all day long um they're significantly smaller footprint as far as the barges go it's kind of just like a flower type formation in the middle once all the barges are out there right um so it is there was definitely some thought put into that and i don't think luminous is going to go anywhere they may update it here and there but i don't think it's going to go anywhere for a long time so i would imagine that epcot forever is closed officially forever on we'll December fourth, we'll see. Of twenty twenty three, seems to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Uh, but our our next uh, our next thing that happened in twenty twenty three is exactly what you were just talking about. Luminous open on December the fifth, along with World Celebration Gardens. Yes, this is one thing that I think is the essence of what Epcot is. When you walk in there, if you grew up going to Epcot or you have been going in the last, I don't know, before the last five years, I would say, it feels like Epcot. It just feels like Epcot. It and does. It's gorgeous during the day. It's even more beautiful at night. And Luminous, if we can't have Harmonious, Luminous, they sound like they're rel- related, right? Right, right yeah. Uh, luminous is... An amazing addition to Epcot. It's worth seeing. The one thing I will give it is anywhere that you watch it from, yes. it looks the same. That's
0: exactly what I was going to say. That's that's the best way to describe Luminous. to admit it, but Harmonious yes. was incredible, but it was only incredible from certain spots. Yeah. If you watched Harmonious from anywhere other than in between the port of entry and the stores at at the front of World Showcase or by Japan, America, or Italy uh, on the other side, you didn't get the full experience because you weren't centralized with the big ring and the four taco barges. Right. Whereas Luminous, there's no screens. It's just lighting and water effects and fireworks and music. And you can literally watch it from anywhere around World Showcase and get the same experience. And that alone makes it worth seeing
1: yeah i i highly recommend seeing it it's a perfect cherry on top to an epcot day and the cool thing is you get to if you're if you're leaving out of the parking lot you can walk through world celebration gardens and with spaceship earth in your view absolutely stunning like you can't leave unhappy even if your your feet hurt you're ready to go home you need Hopefully you don't need a snack after being at Epcot, <laughs> right? but you're just ready to sit down with the views, the views.
0: World Celebration Gardens is a very cool addition to Epcot because during the day it's this beautiful park looking area where there's so many different unique structures and uh, plants and lots of seating areas, which is kind of unheard of at Epcot. I really want to read over there. Yeah, there's really nowhere to sit in the World Showcase.
1: Like, it makes me feel like Belle because I want to take a book and, like, sit in one of the chairs and just, like, read at Epcot.
0: Like, imagine if they... Excuse me. Imagine if they took away all those high top tables and they put like little four seater tables there. Like how awesome world showcase would be. Yeah. <laughs> for food and wine and you could like sit at a table and eat your food. Oh, I wish. It'd be awesome. But now they've got tons of seating over at the World Celebration Gardens and then when the sun goes down, that place gets so illuminated. It is so cool looking. They've got these amazing lights in the floor. They've got these uh these trusses and these these big posts that have all kinds of lighting and they actually work in sync with spaceship earth so it it looks like for the next 200 yards you've just got amazing synchronized lighting you
1: walked into the heart of
0: epcot it's literally what it is and then they've also got dreamers point which is where they have the walt disney statue which sits perfectly in front of the uh, exit area of spaceship earth but if you look behind walt you can see Spaceship Earth Illuminated right there. And it is so cool looking.
1: And during the day, you can catch characters. (laughs) Yeah. Like in the garden area. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, all the things that you want, and I think it's a fantastic addition. Uh, Lastly, we're going to head over to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. And we had a new addition.
0: Welcome, foolish mortals. To the Haunted Mansion. I am your host, your Hatbox Ghost.
1: (laughs) The Hatbox Ghost finally debuted December the 5th as a complete surprise. It literally, the park opened and they were like, he's here. Surprise! (laughs) Um, Which is kind of cool because. Nobody knew that he was coming. Nobody could like plan to be there, and
0: there wasn't a 200 minute line at the beginning of the day. Yeah, it's it it was cool how they did it, just out of nowhere.
1: It also has uh, reignited people's desire to go on that ride.
0: The lines are longer for sure
1: because uh, the people that we've had visiting recently, when they've said like, "Oh, that ride," it's like a little bit like it's more of a classic ride or like an older ride and i've looked at the times i'm like yeah people want to see the hatbox ghost it's so great and so smart and i've only seen him once
0: i've seen him a few times now i've
1: only gotten to see him once so i'm excited to go back and see him it's a great
0: animatronic it's awesome
1: i mean i i just i want to get a closer look at him because the first time i was like oh my gosh there he is, and then i was gone
0: (laughs) the placement's (laughs) a little weird but if you've seen the new haunted mansion movie it makes sense
1: right uh but yeah, that wraps up everything that happened in 2023. At least the meat and potatoes that we the really meat found. And potatoes. Uh we're so excited that you know we're we're in a new year. We've got so many awesome things that are ahead of us. I think that, you know, the parks had amazing things that opened and closed, and you know everything feels normal and good so i think that it's a good time to be coming to the parks again yeah
0: and this and this didn't happen in 2023 but one thing that we wanted to note because it affects us as a whole is that the two o'clock park hopper time is gone yes it feels like we're back to normal again we can park hop (laughs) all day long
1: yep i'm pointing you i was uh, like wait let me check no
0: no, that way (laughs) that way there she is <laughs> if, you're, if you're wondering what we're talking about you we're on camera for <laughs> patreon patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers <laughs> um yes park hopper time is gone you can literally go ride dinosaur at eight in the morning and then go to magic kingdom right after that it's yeah. the best i'm so, so happy
1: yeah i'm so happy with that uh what are some things that you can expect from us this year
0: Just in a nutshell. Just in a nutshell. I think we covered most of it at the beginning of the show. We're going to have a lot more uh, TikTok content, YouTube stuff coming back now that we're re-monetized again. Um, You can expect more regular podcasts from us. I know it's been about a couple of months since we've done an episode. And rewind and listen to the beginning of the episode again just to hear why that was the case. If you weren't listening. But we're going to be back more regularly. We're going to be doing um, some new exciting stuff for Patreon. Patreon.com slash a couple of parkoppers. You can support support us for as little as $3 a month now until we um, figure out our new uh, plans. But uh, stay tuned for that.
1: We are also going to be I don't want to give it all away but even though things haven't been announced or we don't say that things are happening behind the scenes, even when we're not working, we're still working. I'm going to put it that way. <laughs> yep. Uh, we are excited to bring you different brands, different experiences, um, just new things that we get to try. You get to try maybe things you can win mm-hmm. all sorts of start just, regular
0: giveaways again.
1: Yeah. Uh, We're overall, we are going to bring it all to you. And, you know, we're excited to be bringing you all of the content that you guys want in the best way that we can. And also to be able to just introduce you to things that you didn't know existed Mm -hmm. and things that we like to do, because one thing, if you if you know anything about us we don't do anything that we don't enjoy and we are always going to be honest with you about our experiences and that is never ever going to change so i'm ready for everything that 2024 has for us
0: we are back we are back with a vengeance we are back to do (laughs) (laughs) we are back to be the best park hoppers we've ever been uh 2024 is going to be a big year for us we're very excited Hope you come along for the journey.
1: now that we're healthy. Yes. And now that we're feeling good. Y'all better be ready. (laughs) For now. (laughs) Uh,
0: But thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you so much. Again, patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. You can support us for as little as $3 a month. If you don't have the means to do so, we don't care. It's all good. Um, There's other free ways that you can support us. YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Go ahead and subscribe there. Watch our videos. Comment on the videos. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit that bell on our profile to get notifications whenever we post a video yeah. there's so many things that don't cost a cent that you can do to help support us follow us on instagram follow us on uh tiktok facebook x
1: share any of our content one share to a friend yeah. who maybe doesn't listen to us can go a long way and help support us so it's huge. just know that as we're making content and working hard And, uh, you know, sometimes fighting against algorithms that change constantly. Those darn algorithms. (laughs) That everything that you do means something to us. Yes. And know that we love you guys. We appreciate all the support. And we are ready to bring you into 2024 with us and beyond.
0: See you real soon. Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hopper's podcast.
1: Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms.
0: Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hopper's Show.
1: Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more.
0: And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers.
1: Until next time, we'll We'll see see you around around the parks.
0: parks.